0: Welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthyperspectives with an S at ProtonMail.com. Hello, hello, welcome back. Again, as always, we appreciate you giving us your time. It's valuable, so we don't want to waste it. So today I'm going to start by challenging you. You are playing small. Yeah, you heard me right. You are playing small. You are bigger than the life you are living. You were made to be bigger than the life you are living. I know I'm coming at you hard and I'm doing it for a reason. Accurate confidence is a difficult thing to achieve. Accurate confidence means we don't assess ourselves better or worse than we actually are. Accurate confidence says we are unique and individual, and the world is worse when we're not in it. We will be missed because of our uniqueness, because of the way we love is unique. The people that we are is unique. There's a fine line between confident and things like pride, conceit, narcissism, Mm -hmm. vanity, egotistical There's a fine line there. But here's the thing. If you don't walk right up to that edge, I'm not saying jump into those things. Pride will ruin your life. So will the rest of those things, conceit, narcissism, vanity. They can ruin your life. They can leave a legacy that's terrible. But if you don't walk right up to that line, you're not living your best life. We should be right at the edge of that. Just don't cross over. Now, I know there's going to be temptation to cross over and be like, yeah, no, I've arrived. I've got it all figured out. But confidence stops just before that line because accurate confidence understands limitations. And if we cross over that threshold, our limitations become blind spots. And then they begin to haunt us. You are unique. And therefore, you're valuable. The reason I'm doing this podcast today is to ensure that everyone who listens to me today is irreplaceable. They know they're valuable and irreplaceable. I want you to know you are valuable and irreplaceable. Yes, The world will tell you different. The world says things like, everyone's replaceable. Have you ever heard that in a a place of employment? The last time I worked for somebody, they said, everybody's replaceable. And I said, "Mm, I don't necessarily agree. It probably cost me in the end. Let's be real. But at the end, the truth is the truth. There is only one you. And if you... Uniquely bring your gifts, your talents, your passions, your interests into something wonderful will happen. The culture tells you the opposite. It tells you everybody's replaceable, but they are wrong. Flat out wrong. Roles are replaceable, but people are not that's how it works. You can, you can think that it's a, a neat quote to say, everyone's replaceable at your work. You're the fool. They are not replaceable. Their role is replaceable. We can find somebody to do their role, but not anyone will do their role in the same way as them. Now, sometimes that means you need to be replaced. Maybe you stink at the role you're in. By all means, I hope that you leave or get fired. Now, I'm not saying that to be mean, I promise you. I'm saying it because if you're not in a place where your uniqueness and your talents and your passions and your interests are being used to their fullest, you still haven't found the right place to be. And I want you to keep searching. And sometimes, unfortunately, we get comfortable, and it takes being fired or let go, or it takes leaving to discover that we were marginalizing ourselves. Sometimes that happens, and I don't want you to be marginalized. I want you to play big, and I'll get into that. I want to share with you a few different uh, theoretical approaches to clinical work that prove out my point if you pay attention closely. And if you do, please go study these things. They're very interesting. I mean, if you don't have the passion for it, then great, take me at my word. Uh, I, I will try to be uh, you know, concise and accurate. Obviously, I try to use... Um, pretty simple language, because I want this to be uh, attainable to anybody. If you're 15 years old out there, I want you to understand this. If you're 50 years old out there, I want you to understand this. If you're an accountant, I want you to understand it. If you're in the social science field, I want you to understand what I'm saying. So I try to make this as simple as I can. The foundational principles of things like Rogerian therapy, motivational interviewing, narrative therapy, I mean... Let's be real, any good theoretical approach in clinical work, pretty much, every one that I know of at least, is based on accepting the uniqueness of the person in front of us. And that's what makes them good therapeutic approaches. Our uniqueness then in the relationship becomes the telling story. Look, You're unique and I'm unique. When we come together, we make a a one-of-a-kind relationship, period. It doesn't matter what other relationships you have in the world. When you and I are together, our relationship is uniquely ours. It's you and me. And it can only be recreated. Never. Never. Because I'm unique and you're unique. And so... Every therapeutic approach that is worth a lick takes that into account. Rogerian therapy says relationship, that's uniqueness. Unconditional positive regard, It means I'm not going to judge you, right? I'm not judging you. Not my place. Why? Because I don't live your life. Your life is unique to you. Empathy. I'm going to attempt to see it like I'm you, but I never was and never will be you. So I have to have space for you to be uniquely you. You see, throughout that, it's unique, unique, unique. Motivational interviewing, not really any different. I mean, their their core principles are a little bit different. But the intrinsic resources that are already in you is what a motivational interviewer is trying to trigger. That means you already have them. They're not putting them in there. They're facilitating the activation of it. It's like having a superpower that you didn't know you had until the right person came along and accepted you as you were and then poked it and said, oh, hey, what does that button do? Poke and voila, you found out you could walk through walls. Motivational interviewing. They, already, they activate what's already there. Narrative therapy. Look, when we reframe what we're doing, because that's the, that's the typical approach for, for narrative therapy, we reframe. We're just adding context so that you can identify not only your uniqueness, but the uniqueness of others around you. So instead of filling in the gaps with certain things that you think you already know, you're creating space for alternative narratives. Now, the beauty of that is that you begin to see your own uniqueness and the uniqueness of others, and you become less judgmental, less critical, both of yourself and of others who have probably hurt you. Here's the truth. You were made for something big. I told you that would come back. Big. You can fulfill it or not. You have the autonomy to choose. You can decide if you want to fulfill your bigness, or you want to play meek and small. You get to decide that. And for your sake, and truthfully, selfishly, for mine, I hope you choose to fulfill it. Because if you choose to fulfill it, we all win. Because your uniqueness is going to be something that's going to change the world for the better. It's just going to happen by design. So what is big? Yeah, that's, I, I, know, I know some of you out there are like, yeah, this sounds great, Jeremiah, I love it. But now what? I don't even know what big is for me. If you're asking that question, you're asking the right question. Congrats, you have exploring to do. You can do that with a therapist, with a friend, with family, but do the exploring if you're asking this question, you need to explore some different areas. They're not too difficult. When I talked about uh, legacy, I talked about some of this stuff. You need to take a look at your priorities. You need to take a look at your principles. You need to take a look at your strengths, your weaknesses, your passions. The things that move you are going to be tied to your uniqueness and your unique contribution that you're going to make to the world. So explore it. But don't stop at exploring it. I mean, it's it's great to do the exploration. I know a lot of people who've gotten stuck in, mentally in the college experience. And don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed it. And maybe someday I'd like to go back. That's a possibility for me. I, I would love to be on a campus helping other people find themselves. It's a beautiful, beautiful time of life. And if you stop at the exploration. And you don't move on it. That's a problem. So here's the outline that I give clients. Gather information. Assess the information. Make a decision. And then review it later on. So that make a decision means you act. That's the act part. Another thing that I sometimes will teach, and it's similar, it is the stages of change. Pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance. I like that model. Um, it's, it, it, it helps us understand where we can get stuck with that pre-contemplation and contemplation. It's super easy to get stuck there. And the, the actions, what's going to start it. So pre-contemplation, contemplation. Preparation is good. We need to do some preparation. But that's the beginning of the action phase. Um, and then action, maintenance. Uh, that is a similar model. It basically says the same thing. Gather some information. What is it that I'm actually needing to assess in order to find out how big I am? And then we decide, we move on it and reveal pretty simple process. Not overly complicated, but it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources. So hey, I hope this was good. I know this was on the shorter end, uh, but I really don't want you guys playing small. It's time to play big. You were made to be big. Go be big. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S, .com.